The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Is it Eugene that was telling us about the um, the English version? Of, of House of Cards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we still haven't watched it. No, no, we haven't watched the English version of House of Cards. Um, yeah, even though it's uh, yeah been around for a long time. <laughs> Since like 1990. Yeah. What was I doing in 1990? I was in, I was in primary school. Oh, okay. You, oh, you might have been in primary school. When did you no, start? No, no. I think you were well, in high school. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're old. Yeah. But the House of House of Cards is, uh, oh, it's, it's something. It's like. Um, it's everything. Yeah. It's just like, it's got everything in it. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe how nuts it was. Um, oh, we should probably explain. It's only you and I, yeah. so Catherine and Lewis behind the microphones. Um, we just had to get this off our chest. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've just we've we've watched um, the new season of, of House of Cards, and this is it's it's weird because um, it's a show that we really enjoyed previously. That is not true. No? That is not true at all. It's a show that I watched and just got completely hooked on and then you'd kind of like go, oh, no, I don't know about that. And then I got you watching it from the beginning Mm. and after every single episode you'd just be going, oh, these people, oh, I just don't – how can you even – there's no one that you can like. I don't think I can watch this ever again. And then you'd be watching the next episode. Yeah. But no, it was fine. They're, they're very detestable people. But they are po- they are politicians, so it is par for the course that they are very horrible people. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. And this is the thing. What? It's just like no, it's a great representation yeah. of what politics is, in my opinion. But it's just so he starts off as being a congressman. He starts off as a house whip. Yeah, but he's in Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, and the, him you're talking about is, is Kevin Spacey, and this is no, no, no. It's Frank Underwood. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The him is, is Frank Underwood. Yes, yeah. thank you. But uh, we've got. If we're talk- yeah, yeah, I know that he was played by yeah. Kevin Spacey, but it, just to make the the clear distinction, yeah. the character was Frank Underwood. Yeah, so the character is Frank Underwood. Uh, and yeah, so the 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 show revolved around him for for um, five seasons, and then uh, obviously he had to to leave the show mm. uh, because you know of things that he did that were inappropriate and whatnot, and it was a, the right decision to for him to go away. Mm. But it did leave the, the whole the, the show empty, like uh, the 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 um. They they needed to find a way to move the show on with, but also to wrap it up. But why do they need to wrap it up? That's what I don't get. Is like just because he was gone, why do they need to wrap up the show? Maybe they just decided that they only had one one more season in them that that the fans deserved a one last um, one last hurrah to speak of, but that they were only prepared to do one season because it's also only a six a six episode season. So, which is weird because most of the seasons, I think, were about 13 episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of the norm, I guess, back then for Netflix in particular. Mm. So, you've got a shorter season and the last season. 
Yeah, but the, the thing is, is like that you had five seasons following Frank Underwood and his rise to power and inevitable his actual downfall as well because uh, he at the end of the, the fifth season he stopped being the the president and the presidency moved over to to his wife mm-hmm. um and who's Claire Underwood and he did he so she was the um the vice president and then he stopped being the president is that did it happen in, like, in a series like that no well because when the president dies the vice president generally sp- steps up i could have sworn that she was president before the end of the last season no oh right um she stepped up to be his running mate. Right, okay. Yes, she wasn't necessarily the president ah, at that point. I got, I, weird, I just you kind of got the idea that she was definitely very hungry for the power. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like their relationship, like right the way through, was so bizarre. It was so just like, like calculate, like everything was so calculating and like they were just so open about their affairs and – it was weird, but like it was, they were allowed to have affairs so long as they were actually like useful for where they were trying to head to politically. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it, it, that's why why I found the show so hard to watch is because like you know these these people were just everyone was in it for themselves and it was just such a hard thing to watch like people like that i mean it was intriguing you got you get hooked into it yeah but yeah yeah but i, but I still think that um like you had the the five seasons of um of seeing it with frank and then you know in this season where he he wasn't going to be able to come back um and quite rightly so they just i think they dropped the ball on not making claire's story more compelling i don't think they dropped the ball initially I think where they left it off, they dropped the ball. Oh, have you got the spoiler bell? (laughs) (laughs) Let me go grab the spoiler bell. See, this is why we can't record without Rachel here. (laughs) Because we need someone to be in charge of the spoiler bell, and she would have had the spoiler bell ready. Right. Are we ready? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Rachel, this is as good as I can do. But the – yeah, so – Spoilers. Spoilers. It was clear that uh, you know that Kevin Spacey wasn't come back to, to portray the character, yeah. so they had to find a way of, 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 as you said, moving the show on and closing it out. But I was just really disappointed because there was you know so much that they could have done with it, and it just seemed like they just decided to rush these episodes out just to to finish it off and it was a really unfortunate thing to do because i think they could have had more seasons of this show uh after after they you know finished this one and and oh yeah it's just uh it's just it's just frustrating that they introduced such awesome ideas like you know the 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 cabinet was just a full female cabinet Mm. and the president was a female president and there was just so much they they could have gone i mean you Oh, just the ideas that they could have... But how beautiful is that moment where she takes that person that had been manipulating her from behind the scenes and trying to force her to make decisions that she didn't want to make. Sorry, when I say that, um, Claire Underwood. Or no, what was she going by? Um, Her maiden name, which I can't think what that was. Hale. Hale, thank you, yeah. So she was going by Claire Hale by that stage. So you've got the president who's being manipulated by these rich people, I guess, that just have the the reach to be able to influence um, political people into making decisions that benefit them, which is kind of odd but probably true. And then 
you know, you got this great moment where she invites her to the White House and after their meeting, they're walking past a door and she opens up the cabinet room door and all of these women stand up from around the cabinet table and she just said, I just wanted you to see this and walks inside and shuts the door mm. on her because I think she wanted to, like, because they'd known each other um, previously, I'm guessing from, like, college or mm. something like that. She just wanted to, I don't know, was she trying to appeal to her feminist side that what she was doing was right or was she just really trying to just rub it in her face just and rub, saying, just yeah. Rub it in her face. yeah. <laughs> but there's actually eight episodes in this season as well. And but I mean, it felt, felt so eight. yeah, it felt oh, like I thought it, was six. it felt like it was a lot shorter. Mm. But the end of it felt felt so rushed. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Mm. I don't understand why they didn't go to the full thirteen. Mm. I don't understand whether there was maybe something that they were going to broach that they decided that they couldn't, or what happened. It was just really bizarre because they they did a, a time jump as well in into the last episode uh, where like Claire was. See, I didn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So Claire was like pregnant with uh, with Frank's uh, child, and like you go, okay, so you're opening up this bag of worms. Let's see how this plays out, and then it just doesn't go anywhere. It's like, mm. oh, it was it was just really frustrating. It was very frustrating. Like, I just think they could have done a 13 episode season uh, this season, and I reckon there could have been another, you know, a few more seasons afterwards. Following the the presidency of, of Claire um, Hale, I reckon that would have been or Claire Underwood, depending on <laughs> which way you, you want to say it. But yeah, it's just yeah, it just does my head in that they didn't take advantage of it. I mean, in the real world, we've yet to have an actual female president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So it would have been lovely to see uh, you know that played out you know in a in a show like this. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't going to be a lasting thing. Like well, maybe maybe she because I mean she just went in and just butchered everyone, really. Like she took out that um, Kathy, the lady who had been the um, had she been the um, chief of state. I don't know all the titles. I feel really bad. <laughs> she was like in charge of the foreign stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like she just took out everyone. She mm. killed everyone off. Yeah, it was just nuts. That's what I thought they were like. Although then there was all this insinuation that it might have been the Russians doing some of that. Mm. But I, I thought they were just building towards something, and they, they just they they clearly weren't. They just wanted to you know close this thing off, wrap mm. it up, and then you know try to forget about it. Which is just a really unfortunate thing for a, a show that was you know so great and so compelling, and it just could have been so much more. But I think that when the show started in the first couple of seasons, it was kind of focused on the things that people purport to be but aren't. Mm. So you've got this this guy in this position of power that um, is married and has this like, you know, it, it looks to be this happy marriage and everything like that. But then it's sort of revealed that he's off having affairs left, right and centre with her knowing and, you know, if it suits their political gain and then – I think does she instigate the um, uh, reporter being killed off? I can't remember her name. The but I, I think that Claire is the one who instigates her being um, killed off. She's oh. like, well, you know, she's of no use anymore. She's becoming a danger, okay. as I recall it mm. anyway. But it was really interesting because you had these people that were you know pretending to be all happy married and this you know poster 
post a couple for everything that America stands for. But behind the scenes, you had this guy who was having an affair with a woman. He was obviously bisexual and interested in his guard. I'm not sure whether it was the first season that he um, started having a relationship with um, with Meacham, mm. but there was clearly something there. And you had then the the novelist Tom, what's his name? I mean, there was something between both Claire and um, Frank and the novelist. It was just like it's they just like they put on this poster image and, you know, we're politicians, trust us, we're going to run the country. And yet behind the scenes, they're just completely different people. Mm. And it's so fascinating. And you wonder how much of that goes on. Oh, with politicians? Yeah. I, the, the public face they put on there is is, is false in, in most cases. Yeah. I, I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find a, a politician who's who's honest and, uh, you know, what, what they show you is actually the truth. Oh, it's just so <laughs> Which is really un- unfortunate that that, that is Especially in represent- um, rem- representative politics, mm. like we have mostly in this world, you know, where, you know, people actually take a position because they're supposed to represent... Um, a state or a region or a, you know an electorate of some form and you think come on how are you represent but you're not even being the person that you pretend to be they're like performers mm. but it's it's not uh you know it's not like it's not based in in reality this tv show i mean you just have to look at the british politics like the amount of time that uh you know one of the um politicians will have some sort of you know sex scandal against them mm. uh, which always turns out to be be true it's like man is it saying this just goes goes to the job is that what uh, what it is that you're like you, you become a politician and then you've got to get some sort of kink to go along with it <laughs> maybe maybe it's just like they're not they don't actually have enough actual work to do so they just find other work to do. <laughs> I've often, I've often wondered that, like you know, particularly like in you know when you got all these um, people in the House of Representatives, mm. and then you got the people who've actually got like a portfolio to look after. I imagine those people are quite busy, but the people who are just like they're representing their electorate, but don't necessarily have anything to, to look after. What do they do all day? Don't they become like the shadow ministers of? Blah blah blah. No, no, no. Because no, you've got like you've got your your ministers. Oh yeah, shadow ministers. Shadow are ministers the, yeah, are on yeah. the other side. So you've got like the the. But don't they have like um like the the what do you call it? It's like the junior minister for whatever it is. And I'm so not they sure. kind of like help out and like do like little subcommittees and stuff like that. We should have brought Eugene onto the. We this should one have. Too. Oh my yeah. goodness! What a missed opportunity. So we could have like yeah had him on and like anything we don't know we just go. So Eugene, explain, <laughs> explain this explain to us. Explain this. Um, but there would have been a politics lesson, and I don't know whether we necessarily wanted a politics lesson. Like I think this is less about politics and more about people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, maybe it is true. I, I just I look at the, the the politicians, just wonder what the hell they do. So maybe maybe that's it. They just like you know get so bored. They just like going, I'm just gonna have to figure out some sort of sexual deviancy to to take on board. Which I'm not, but like I'm not saying that like you know what they're actually what they're doing like you know just having like consensual sex with men and women is fine. Yeah. But in the UK thing, it's generally like you know rubber and 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 nurses' outfits and and things like that. So really? yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. In England, they just sort of go like oh, really, I don't really off the follow wall. their politics. <laughs> <laughs> That's just um, fascinating. How many reporters do you think that they went through in this? What in the uh, in the show? <laughs> in the series, yeah. 
there, there were quite a, quite a few. They're, yeah, it's um, yeah, kind of odd having a, a president uh, who shows so little respect for the press. <laughs> oh, very funny. <laughs> they did some really cool things. Like they had that. Um, your oh, I can't remember what season it was. Might have been like it was one of the middle middle seasons where they had some weird things that would go on. Like and you think, oh, they must do a lot of that sort of thing, like that cultural exchange thing where they had those monks that came in and did that sand sculpture thing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the foyer. Mm-hmm. It's just like I wonder if they have a like a total like a, a constant turnover of those sorts of things happening at the White House. Yeah, I, I assume I assume so. There must be must be stuff going on there all the time. You, you imagine it's like a huge you know, hub of activity, mm. but generally in, in this show they kind of uh, you know condense it down to to just the you know the Oval Office and their their residency is what you saw mostly. Then then cabinet sometimes, mm. but uh, yeah, no, it's. Um, it it was a great show. I think in in times where you've got you know political upheaval, like seeing a a show about the president of the United States is is kind of interesting, and that, that's why I think that uh, shows like House of Cards and and also Designated Survivor mm. have have really done quite well in in the current political climate. Yeah, and Designated Survivor provided such a different. It was almost like it was kind of cool as well that it was like Kevin Spacey and oh my goodness, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. <laughs> um, like you know, sort of actors of that era mm. and just presenting like two very, very different characters, um, who fell into their positions very differently. So Kiefer Sutherland, um, was had, um, what is his president's name? Oh my goodness, I feel really bad president uh, i can't remember <laughs> oh, anyway um like he was the last one left so he had to become the president like that was the um succession plan whereas frank underwood just walked in there and just manipulated his way into the pre- presidency and you like I, I don't think you needed to really look under that much of a microscope to have seen that that's what had happened and yet people seem to accept it Tom Kirkman. Ah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Kiefer Sutherland's uh, president in, in Designated Survivor, which I, I recommend. Like, if you haven't seen Designated Survivor, check it out. It is an awesome, amazing, like, what-if kind of scenario. Yeah, as far as dramas go mm. as well, it was quite well done, and it's got less of this sort of conniving kind of aspect to it. Yeah, because in House of Cards, as you said, you've got a guy who manipulated his, his way into the White House, mm-hmm. and then in Designated Survivor, you've got the uh, you know Keeper Sutherland's uh, Tom Kirk was uh, you know he, when uh, the Parliament was sitting. So I think he had, that means you had both houses, so Congress and the Senate uh, were sitting. So they need to have somebody in a place away from uh, the away from there so that if anything did happen they'd have somebody that they could rely on being the, the, mm. the new president yeah and he was an independent so he wasn't a republican or a democrat so you ended up with a an independent president which is really interesting because this is a guy that would be you know having to negotiate with both sides of politics to try to get anything across the line so a really interesting story and and 
it was kind of like um, you, you watched House of Cards and you kind of felt dirty and needed like you needed a bath afterwards. And then you, you go and watch Desert Survivor and you, you feel like a, a bit of a ray of light. But I must admit, because the, the settings are very similar, I did kind of like forget which shows certain stuff happened on. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a bit of a bugger. Yeah. Um, basically, all the nice stuff happened on Designated Survivor. Oh, except for, yeah, there was that too, yeah. Oh, in terms of the staff as well, did you find it a little bit weird, like, you know, with remembering which people had been, like, other characters, like the Chiefs of Staff and yeah, and yeah. the media people and that kind of thing? I don't know what they're called. Yeah, so you can't kind of say, when's Cal Penn going to come on the House of Cards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually felt like this last season was a little bit Game of Thrones. Oh, in, in the House of Cards? Yeah. Yeah. So Robin Wright's character, Claire, felt very, very, very much like a queen that we all love to hate. Well, you, you think she was very Cersei-like? Oh, very much yeah. Cersei. Yeah, I, to the point that I was going to start calling her President Cersei towards the end. <sighs> I just think that everything that she did, like, throughout the seasons were was always calculating. But then you gave this calculating woman power and she just literally executed that power <laughs> executed everyone like it was nuts like but a lot of it just didn't make sense as well and you're right like they didn't do the character justice because they could have spent i reckon another if they'd spent another if they'd gone to the full 13 episodes that would have given us five episodes of just seeing what had happened like in the aftermath mm. after her knocking everyone out that was in her way to see whether she could, like, get rid of all of the old Frank baggage and actually start to preside over the country and, you know, become a mother and do all mm. those things that she was sort of gearing up to do rather than just leaving it at that point. Do you, do you think that this just shows Netflix having a, a lack of faith in uh, a female lead in this kind of show or a lack of faith in uh, Robin uh, Penn that should be able to actually do it? I don't know. It'd be interesting to, like, see an interview with her in it about this season because my understanding is that she was at least Sorry. a producer. <laughs> Sorry. Robin Wright. I should not have said Penn. I, yeah, I know. A yeah. lot of people do. I overlook it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was. A, she had producing credits, didn't she? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. So, and I think she... Did she maybe direct an episode? I'm not sure whether she directed an episode. Um, just kind of trying to flick through them now because there aren't that many of them. But I just feel like... You're right. Maybe there was a lack of faith that she'd be able to carry the show, but maybe she said, look, I'm prepared to come back, wrap this baby up, but that's all I'm prepared to do. You know, it's something that you you maybe grow out of. And I think that, you know, she's been in – she was in Wonder Woman. Like, she was what, Hippolyta? Uh, uh, no, Hippolyta's Wonder Woman's mum. Oh. She was Wonder Woman's auntie. Oh, um, Hippolyta's sister. What was her name? I thought I had a oh, um, oh, and Antiope, Antiope. How do you say it? I'm I'm not sure. I, my Greek is not all that great. <laughs> Nor's mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but she, you know, she's branched out quite a bit mm. over over the last few years. So maybe she said, "Look, I'm prepared to wrap this baby up, but that's it. I'm out." Yeah, maybe maybe that. that and was you have crazy. something that's tainted by someone who's been accused of some freaking crazily bad behaviours over a number of years, you think, mm, like, do you just leave it? Like, just give give the fans some sort of a wrap-up. But it almost felt like they didn't want to hold hold this one for too long. Yeah, they kind of just wanted to, you know, just put it in the ground. I feel bad for everyone who worked on the show because, like, you've still got, like, showrunners and writers and all the technical people and directors and actors, and and all these people are now out of a job because of some bad decisions from Kevin Spacey. Um, So it it just – when you see a show where it clearly could have a a further life and they just decided to put a bullet in it, it just feels – Bad, and also the fact that, they, as I said, like I just think the the eight episodes they gave us were just not paced properly. Like some of them at the beginning just felt like they were really dragging, and then at the end it was like it was on a a treadmill that was accepted of like you know just twenty miles an hour. It was ridiculous how quick it went. Yeah, I agree with that, mm. and I think that it lost what it was. Mm. So in the beginning, it was about these people it was about these people and how they manipulated their way into situations in this season you weren't quite sure what was going on so i think we've already rung the spoiler bell you're not sure who killed frank frank had been killed mm. it was um you know pretty obvious that that was the case but who had actually done it and in that last episode where you have the confrontation between claire and Oh my goodness! Isn't this terrible? I'm like the worst today. Um, uh, Claire and Doug. Mm. So you've got the confrontation that happens there because Doug Doug was the right hand man of Frank, and uh, he did all of his oh, dirty work. Dirty work, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got this final confrontation, and you're not actually sure whether he just agrees that he killed Frank for her yeah or whether he did actually kill Frank because the, the thing to I, save Frank yeah because the thing I got the feeling of that he did actually kill Frank oh okay so that uh, yeah so that his legacy would be saved oh okay and yeah. wouldn't be tainted by yeah. the, all the other stuff okay. Because I kind of got this idea like he might have just been saying, yeah, sure, I killed Frank, but he didn't necessarily kill Frank. Yeah. Was, he was just like saying that to go along with her story, which would save Frank's mm. image. Um, but again, it became less about the the people and more about just the... Um, I don't know, it, like the plotting, but you're not actually sure who's plotting. So who did kill um, – there was Kathy who was the foreign person, but there was that lady who did all the back-channeling. Um, so who killed her? Was it the Russians or was it Claire? Yeah, so the, the whole thing was just – yeah. It was all just a little bit too mysterious and underhanded yeah. and, you know, people using poison yeah. and, and it was – 
well, for a show like this, where you're, you've got what's happening and then you've got the character breaking the fourth wall and telling the audience what the actual truth is, mm. like the audience should always know what the truth is. Yeah. But the people around the, inside the show should be the ones getting manipulated. Yeah. Whereas with this season, we were The audience was... Yeah, we just weren't getting given the, 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 the whole story. Yeah. And I just think that that was part of my disappointment is that we weren't... Like, I think that was kind of the fascination is that we were privy to so much information throughout the other series. Whereas, and sometimes like, you know, there'll be something going on and be like going, oh, why are they doing that? And you're like, oh, and everything sort of Mm. comes into, but we were never given the, oh, moment. We were just given her stabbing Doug Stamper and then suffocating him. Like, like no one else would have walked in because you've got a pregnant a pregnant president, for goodness sake, with someone who was known to have have it in for her and and no one went, oh, it sounds like there's a bit of a scuffle in there, we might go in. Because on any given occasion, everyone was just walking into that Oval Office. Yeah, There was no, like, boundaries. It wasn't like it's a shut door, don't come in. Everyone was just, like, walking in there, went in as, as they felt fit. And nobody walked in when they heard that scuffle going on. And the Secret Service were right outside the door. I know. This is like, it's just so bizarre. And like, maybe she told them not to come in or whatever, but it just, and then you you just end the show like that. Oh, it was a terrible ending. Worst ending ever. Absolutely appalling. Because you were expecting like that, that could have been the end of an episode. Yeah. Like, but not an end of a season. Yeah. Not an end of a series. And the other reporter from the paper, I can't think of her name for the life of me, but she was kind of hanging out with Doug a little bit. There was a note left for her at Doug's apartment because he was going there to murder the president. Mm. He was he was going to go there uh, to be like the, the patsy. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... And obviously that didn't happen. But he'd left a note on his um, coffee table with some coordinates. So were they coordinates to where Rachel Posner was buried? Yeah. Well, it was? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought he didn't kill her as well, that other reporter, and then actually put the coordinates to where she'd been buried. I don't know. It's all, it's all so confusing. I know. <laughs> it's just oh, it's so bizarre. It's just... Just this great big disappointment, and this is what I hate, and I keep on going back to Lost. So Lost was such a great, like, oh, my goodness, where's this going in season one? And I thought it was going to be a one and done. I thought they were going to do this great thing, have this great cast all assembled, and then they were just going to go, and they're actually dead at the end of it. But, no, they drag it on for how many seasons did it go for? Oh, I can't they lost yeah. me midway through. I think I think it was like the third episode into the second series. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm out. See ya. And I very rarely do that, especially when I'm so invested in a mm. show. But to be so excited about just having a final season where um, they were going to deal with um, uh, not having Frank Underwood as a character in there. Um, Claire was going to be like the lead and it was going to be so exciting and what's going to happen. And it was just such a giant letdown. Mm. It really was. Yeah. But I guess if you're, if you've been a fan of the show so far, then, uh, you know, just watch the last eight episodes and, uh, just wish it was better. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be really interested to see whether anyone was satisfied with that ending, but 
again, like I said, I think I'm going to have to go looking for it or maybe check out um, the Blu-rays or something like that, see if someone gets them, is to find out what Robin Penn's... Robin Wright. What Robin Wright's... Um, plan was for this and whether she was actually happy with what happened or yeah. whether there was something that was taken out of her control because I find it hard to believe that she wouldn't have wanted to wrap it up a little a little differently. Yeah, it, it, it just didn't it just wasn't good. Mm. But and we, I apologize for us saying pen a lot when we said Robin uh, pen because you Rob- led me off track. I was so like at work the other day we were talking about it and I was all Robin Wright and everyone would say Robin Wright pen and I'd be yeah. like yeah but no she dropped the pen. And I just like, and now you say it, yeah. and I'm just like, all Sunday relax. Because she was married to Sean Penn for a long time, so yeah. in case anyone didn't know. But yeah, so unfortunately, uh, yeah, House of Cards, the uh, the sixth and final season, was not as good as we were hoping it would be. Not as good. It was a freaking letdown. Yeah. And, and as you said, you quite enjoyed the, the first, like, you know, few episodes, mm. and, and it was just the end that was let down for you. Yeah. So, yeah. But just- they had, like, I mean, they had so many people to play with. Like, they had Greg Kinnear in this. Yeah, Diane Lane came into it. Greg Kinnear was – that was such a lame storyline. Uh, like, no. maybe we put it down to the writers. Maybe the writers just didn't do a good job on this season as well. So, I uh, just – I hate bagging things out, but it's just – like, when you like something – well, you enjoy something so much and then it just disappoints you like this, but – yeah. Oh well. Um, I'm gonna yeah. go find some tissues, have a bit of a cry, and get over it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we might leave it there, and um, hopefully we'll be back with some friends um, to review something in the near future. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture. <laughs>